Hey friends, welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I am your host, Wren, and once a week I get to chat with a friend who has a dream that she's pursuing, a story to tell, or a passion to share. This week, my guest is Sherry. Sherry and I have known each other for about 20 years. I know that sounds so old. 1997 seems like it was only like five years ago. Sherry and I talk about a lot in this episode. We talk about how she became a single mom after her first marriage was over. She opens up about her struggles with anxiety. And then I open up about one of my struggles that was hard to open up about, but it's a great episode. And here's my conversation with my friend, Sherry. Okay, so welcome to the podcast, Sherry. Hi. <laughs> we're both nervous. I don't know why we're nervous, but um, let's talk about, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, we're at Sherry's house and just down the street from mine. Okay, so I think we're going to talk about how we first met. So I think it was um, my senior year and I volunteered in the bookstore at church and you were working there. Yes. And then I um, went back in and asked for a job. And I had my mom or my dad had told me the way you get a job is volunteer and then do work a good job, free. work for free, <laughs> and then maybe you'll get a job. And I did. So we met there. Mm-hmm. So how long had you been there when I came? Whew. So I was, what year would that That was 97 when and I came. <clears throat> I probably started. Ooh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> no. 95, maybe 96. So I hadn't okay. been there real long, a okay. year or two probably okay. before you came. Okay. And we just clicked instantly yeah. and just, um, I, I just remember laughing so much. Oh, we had <laughs> such fun in there. We had so much fun. <laughs> and I... Cried together some. Yes, <laughs> we did. And you were my um, confidant when I was... <laughs> dating and all that in college and so um we're just definitely bosom buddies and yes. um so anyway that's how we met Come and it's stay great. at the house and I would go do things we would Paul even we'd get Paul in there yeah and we'd go to the Orpheum mm-hmm. and see the movie nights on the summer and it was fun yeah I had a good time yeah. it was really good so um tell us about your family Okay, so I'm married to Paul, and we have been married, it'll be 26 years in March, March 15th, and I have a son from my first marriage, Josh. Mm -hmm. He is 34 now and has three children, so I have um, two grandsons, Jake and Jared, eight and five, and then Emily is a year old, so we have a little granddaughter now. And my uh, daughter-in-law, Jennifer, is a wonderful daughter-in-law and great mother and uh, wife. That's awesome. To Josh. I mean, I prayed for her for mm, years. Mm. <laughs> and God gave wonderful. Oh, that's awesome. Well, they're so cute. They look just like Josh. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at the pictures. I'm like, well, that looks like Josh. <laughs> and, and you see both of them. It's just yeah, weird that's how true. it is. That's true. I mean, you'll say... Man, he looks just like Josh. Oh, but there's Jennifer. There's Jennifer in him for sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Or her parents. I can. I mean. Uh huh. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so that's your family. So you kind of. So let's back up a little bit. You say that Josh um, is your son from your 
previous marriage. So yes. tell me, take me back. Did you grow up in a Christian home? Yeah, I mean, I was taught right and wrong. Okay. Um, and very good work, e- work ethics, but um, I did not grow. I mean, we went some a little mm-hmm. bit here and there, but did not grow up in 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 a in church. And um, I think I was about nineteen or so. I was nineteen when I married. Uh, and it was shortly after that, I think my sister was going to church and, um, she got saved and baptized. And so, and she talked to me, I'm sure, you know, that's so far back. I can't remember exactly what I was said, but I remember thinking, I don't want to die and go to hell. Mm. And I think we thought, you know, you had to be baptized too, which yes, we need to be baptized, but that's not Mm. what saves us. But, um. I thought, I'm, I want to go. I want to do this. Okay. And so I went to church with her the next Sunday, walked the aisle, and at that sh- little church, they baptized right then. Oh, wow. So <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, and I knew I was going to be baptized, so I wore whatever, you know, that I could go Change. in the water yeah. with. Cause you, oh, okay. No, oh, well, you didn't, gotcha. No changing. You, it's just what you had wear on what, what you, you wear. went in. Wow. So, um you know, and so that has caused a little bit of uh, down in my life in the past of uh, was I really saved then or not? You know, because mm-hmm. to me, I think I walked a pretty good life before. You know, I mm-hmm. thought I was a good person, didn't um, do a lot of different things. And um, but then it was after that, that uh, with the breakup of my marriage, that I did things that, you know, a Christian shouldn't do uh, mm-hmm. relationship wise. And um, but when I started going to church where I go now, mm-hmm. I um, that's when I knew the Holy Spirit was in me, and mm-hmm. I was began walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So that assurance so that, of your salvation was at that yeah, time. Yeah, so I growing. don't know which, still to right. this day, I'm like, I don't know right. which. I mean, it, maybe it was because then Satan was mm-hmm. leading me to go astray mm-hmm. instead of walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I wasn't discipled. Right. After that first time, and so, but when I started church and began to grow in the Lord, mm-hmm. that's when I knew for certain mm-hmm. that the Lord was. That's awesome. That I was saved, and that that's Holy Spirit was in me. That's awesome. Okay, so go back. So you started going to church with your sister. You walked the aisle. Mm-hmm. You got baptized. You were married at the time. Yes. So you're around 19 yes. years old, and then. And then um, I had Josh when I was 23, and so probably the year before I had him is when, or while I was pregnant with him, uh, was when um, my husband started staying out later and later and later, not telling me he was working late, and, mm. and then uh, it just would begin to be all night, and mm. I, you know I would just sit and look out the window watching, waiting for him to come home. I have a newborn at this point. Mm. Can't um, imagine. So... Um, I remember you telling me that story that you had your baby in your arms. And every time um, I think about your story, I think of you looking out that window at night with that baby in your arms. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a vivid picture Mm -hmm. of just waiting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what was going on in your heart and mind at that time? Because I wasn't really walking with the Lord Mm -hmm. then, you know, I would pray to Him or, you know, whatever. But I was not... I was not digging into his word and really mm-hmm. fellowship and having that mm-hmm. close relationship with the Lord. Were you angry? Were you bitter? Were you mad? Were you... Yes, and I was so insecure. Mm-hmm. I thought that I needed him to take care of me. Mm-hmm. I was not looking to the Lord to take care of me. Right. 
And so, um, I, yes, I was angry and um, just lost. Mm. Uh, you know, I just did not, I did not handle it all well, I'm sure. Um, and well, then that's a lot to deal with because you're, like you said, you're insecure, you're not sure where you are. I mean, you're young, mm-hmm. you're 23, you just had a baby. I mean, the hormones itself. Yeah. And then husband doesn't come home and then your security is gone. And I know women are, I mean, a lot of our, I don't know, um, security is in feeling secure. I know Mm -hmm. that sounds weird, but you know, of our, our, um, peace is insecurity. And so you didn't have that. You didn't have the security with Christ and then Mm -hmm. you didn't have it with your home. And so I'm sure that was really hard to, Mm -hmm. to do. How did you get through that time? I mean, people say you just do it, but what did you do? Well, okay. So when, um, we did separate, I came home one night and the girlfriend was there in my home. Mm. And so, um, they had planned to tell me, but I came in Mm. knowing what was going on. And Mm. anyway, um, so we did separate and, um, and how old were you then? Josh was six months old. Wow. So I was mm. still 23. And um, so, um, so you I separated. had him leave that night. And mm. then when we got back together, mm-hmm. a couple times actually within the next year. Did he say he was going to change? He's yeah, going to give her up? Yeah, he was. But there were others. I mean, he's, I just never trusted him. Mm. And uh, the, the final straw was when I found out he was calling a friend of mine's friend Mm. and I just said I just I couldn't do it anymore Mm. I just couldn't do it what'd you do from that point from then that's where I did not Mm. lean on the Lord again because Mm. I I just didn't have that close fellowship with him I'm I messed up I got into relationships that I never would have right gotten into right um and Satan is so crafty because Mm. he would have like an old Someone that I had the biggest crush on in high school mm. entered my life mm. and promised all these things. Well, I kind of, it kind of got into that same little pattern that my husband was doing. And so mm. um, I dated, I don't know how many, a few different men and, uh, you know, even lived with one and, uh, well, a couple of them, I guess. But um, it, just one day... I, I don't know, uh, This the last one that I was dating had moved away and was trying to get me to move down there. To He was in Texas, and I just, I, I was ready to go. I was like, okay, okay. I mean, we, we were fighting. We were together. We were not together. Mm. And, and then um, I, at the end of our conversation, I said, I'm not coming with you. Don't call me again. Mm. I don't know. It was just like wow. a light bulb. It's just something clicked. And I just, that's when I know that my walk with the Lord mm. began. And the I was starting, I'd already been going to this church for like six months at mm. least um, that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. And, be, and so I was hearing truth. Wow. And beginning to grow, even though I didn't realize it. And but it, when I hung up with him, and he would call me back immediately, call me back. I wouldn't answer the phone. Wow! And uh, he would call, 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 and I just would not answer the phone. Or if it was him, I'd hang up. You know. So. So do you think uh, that boldness that you had was it was from here, the Lord? It's from the Lord, and it hearing was, the truth that you were in that church. Yes, 
Mm-hmm. How did you get in that church? Um, I actually was living in the home that I was with my husband, mm-hmm. my first husband, and um, I was going to sell it, and I was building a home, a zero lot line home. And I'd go over to check on that house mm-hmm. just to see how it was coming along. Yeah. And this church was moving into another location, and they were putting flyers out on doors oh. saying, here's our satellite church. Wow. You know, come join us. Yeah, yeah. And I went the first Sunday, mm-hmm. and I chickened out because, you know, I was by myself. <laughs> right. I, I, I can't remember if my son was with his dad or not. I don't mm-hmm. remember that, but I chickened out. But the second Sunday, I mm-hmm. went, and mm-hmm. I began going to church there. That's awesome. And, um, I didn't know that story. Yeah, and then eventually, so I really knew... Your parents then, because they went really. I just crazy. I knew some of the people she knew and probably saw them. (sighs) That is crazy that we were there at the same satellite church. We just didn't know it. Yeah, (gasps) that is awesome. Okay, so when so when your marriage ended, your mom took they they took care of Josh. Josh. Mm -hmm. Well, that's wonderful. that's good. I was wondering about that. I couldn't remember it without them. Right, right. That's awesome. Okay, so they're keeping Josh. You are. I mean, you're getting back to your life, but you are now in church. You have said no to this guy that wants mm-hmm. you to move to Texas, then mm-hmm. what happened? Um, I just, I didn't date or anything. I just, mm-hmm. I, I, I learned that God was all I needed. Mm-hmm. I didn't need a man for my security. I needed the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he was my husband. And when I felt lonely, like I wanted a man to take mm-hmm. care of me, I would picture myself crawling up in his lap and him wrapping his arms around mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And um, just him taking care of me, and he did. Mm-hmm. And I did that for several years. Um, I'd say Josh was probably three, I think, when that last relationship ended, and mm-hmm. I began to walk with the Lord. So probably about five years, and then I met Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of was seeing someone a little bit before that, and it was starting, I mean, Satan's, he's tricky, mm. and he was, it was starting to head in the wrong direction, this mm-hmm. relationship, mm-hmm. but I just, I would even to him confess and say, I can't, I don't want this, this is, I'm a Christian, this is not right, right. I just, and I just and let it go, and then I was like, Lord, if you have someone for me, mm-hmm. you put them there, because I pick wrong mm. <laughs> <laughs> I do not pick them right mm. and um and I wasn't going to bars or any of that so right, right. I, but you know and, and I just anyway I just left it up to the Lord mm. to put someone there and I had started going to the um, single parent ministry mm. at my church it's awesome and I'd gone the year before mm. once or twice and I just thought oh, I just mm-hmm. I didn't like it you yeah. know and so then this year, uh, it was August of 91, I went, and um, I was like, okay, I like this, I like this. And then it was September that I met Paul. It was mm. like a month later. And this is like right after I said, Lord, if you've got wow. someone for me, uh-huh. you put them there. Uh-huh. And I met Paul, and we started dating in September. 
and uh, we were engaged in December. Love it. I love <laughs> so it. Just three months. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. He had been married before, also. So mm-hmm. it's not like you know it was our first. We were teenagers, like right, right. Um, but um, I just, I just knew. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just knew. I had a peace about it. He loved the Lord, mm-hmm. and uh, he loved his job, and that was a big thing to me mm-hmm. too. Not just loving the Lord, but loving. What he did. Work. Mm-hmm. And how old were you at this time? I was 31 okay. at that time. Okay. I believe that's right. Okay. So Josh is around eight years old. Mm-hmm. How did he do with the transition of you? So he, and I may have that wrong, he may have been seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, he really liked Paul. They did a lot, you know, together. They did things together. And um, I think he really, yeah, uh, they they really got along, and he looked up to Paul a lot. And that's great. Uh, and then we were married the next in March, three months after our engagement. So I love it. Okay, I haven't even looked at my notes. I haven't even had to look at my notes at all because you know we know each other's story. I didn't know part of that though, yeah. so it was good to to hear that. Thanks for sharing that because that's um, a big part of your story. You yeah. know, yeah. I know there were some years we just talked about that. There are times when Josh rebelled against you and Paul's authority. What did you do dil- diligently during that time? Prayed, prayed, prayed. <laughs> <laughs> you wear your knees out, and, mm. and I just and with scripture. Not mm-hmm. just, I mean, yes, I just, I prayed, but I mean, you can look through my Bible and you can see his name out besides scripture mm-hmm. all through there. That's so good. Uh, and I dated it and I would pray that scripture for him. How'd you know to do that? I guess through church, my yeah. Sunday school class. Yeah. That's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so important to have that community around you, mm-hmm. no matter what, if you're going through a season of a wayward child or as a single mom or or. Um, or, um, you know, somebody in a marriage. Mm-hmm. You've got to have that community around you. I yeah. know it's huge. I was in a ladies' Sunday school class, and we were ages 20s to 80s, and it was a wonderful class because mm-hmm. you could learn so much from those mm-hmm. older ladies. It's like yeah. the the older teaching the younger in Titus. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so important. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We're in a Sunday school class now that there are older parents with older kids. And I love that because yeah. they're going through stuff now that we're not there yet, but that's okay. I'm yeah. like, I'm gleaning everything I can mm-hmm. because I know I'm going to be going through that in a few years. Yes. So it's so good to hear from older women or even people that are, are, are a little bit further down the path than right. you are. Right. That's what you are to me. I'm not saying older. I'm just saying a little bit further down. I'm old enough to be your mom. <laughs> okay. So you think about back to those times of... Maybe struggle just as Josh is a teenager. I mean, and everybody has those. How is your relationship with him now it's compared good. to that? It's good. Now, he's busy. He's got the three kids. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I, I try to let him go. When he turned 18 for three years, I didn't hear from him hmm. at all. He lived 15 minutes from me, but we did not hear from him. And that's how. And he was such a compliant child. And mm. then, boom. It was mm-hmm. like he didn't want to follow the rules, mm-hmm. and um, but we had to say these are the rules, mm-hmm. and if you cannot follow the rules, there's the door, and he chose the door. Mm-hmm. So, um, but how was it during that time for you? It was hard, and I, I again prayed for him every now and then. I you know I didn't call him daily, weekly, right. or anything. Right. Um, but I would just. Every now and then leave him. You know, you didn't have texting back then. Right, right. <laughs> so I would leave him a voicemail on his 
mm-hmm. cell phone and just saying, I was just thinking about you. I'm praying for you. I love you. You know, just something simple mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it all the time. Right. Um, and I might hear from him. I'm trying to think if I did. Once or twice in that time, mm-hmm. maybe maybe around his birthday. I know one time we did. <laughs> On the phone, but not in person. I saw him in person you one did. time. You did. Uh-huh. In, in uh, three years, you saw him once or I twice. Think, yeah, just a couple of times. That yeah. just does a number it, on my mama of a son's heart. It's hard. It's hard. That had to have been really rough for yeah. you, yeah. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. But just soaking him in prayer. Yes. And then and what changed? Leaning hard on the Lord. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, I think from my recollection, and I don't know if he'll say this, but I know my sister... Uh, he was at my mom's and uh, staying there some. That's right. And she called to talk to my mom and got him and started talking to him mm. and relating a story with her stepson uh, and his real mom. And I think that story, that's my thoughts, mm. is what got his attention. The Lord used her mm. to get his attention and because it was that night. It was kind of late at night. Um and it was a weeknight, and he just called out of the blue and just said, I just wanted to call and apologize mm. for being a jerk all these years and um, just telling me how sorry he was mm. and what a good mother I was and Paul was to him. And um, and from then on, that's when he came back. And That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was this the same sister that invited you to the church? Yes. You got me crying. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, and it's your prayers, and it's God using her, and then God using you and Paul in his life, knowing that he had a safe home to come to. Mm -hmm. You know, he Mm -hmm. knew where he could come. And uh, it's timing, and you know, it's not our timing. <laughs> mm, yeah, you wouldn't have wanted those three years mm-hmm. apart, but but look at the relationship y'all have now. Like it's night and day. It mm-hmm. is just. I mean, I can tell when I see y'all out and about. I can tell. I mean, it's just totally different, mm-hmm. and God has totally changed his life. And um, and just to seeing the family that he has now. <laughs> I mean, three kids and an awesome wife. It's yes. just. I mean, your cup overflows. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so it's really hard being vulnerable for me to people that I don't know in real life, which are AKA my listeners, um, but you know of my struggles with anxiety. What has God done in your life to um, free you from that anxiety? Okay, so yes, I have uh, struggled with anxiety issues and have been on medication for anxiety in the past, uh, for eight years, in fact. And one day I... Decided I don't need this anymore, and so I you I don't need off, the medicine. I got off of the medicine, and um, how did you know you, you didn't need you it? You have anymore? to wean off. Well, I was beginning to have some issues mm. again with the swallowing, mm-hmm. and so I thought, why well, am I on the medicine if I'm starting to have trouble swallowing mm. again? So um, I I just decided I could do this, and and not that I didn't depend on the Lord, and I don't think taking medicine's bad. Right. If you need it. Right. Um, but I, I was back to the point I was having trouble again, and so that's why I got off of the medicine. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't doing any good. Right. You were still dealing with the anxiety part. So with the, yeah. So then um, I started 
when Satan would make me fearful mm-hmm. of swallowing or of whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, because mm-hmm. it wasn't just swallowing. Right. It was other issues, too. Whatever and he just bombards your mind with things, and you start thinking, what if this, what if that, what are, yep. you know, all. And you, just, you start imagining this whole scene out. Yep. That could happen. Yep. Could happen. Hmm. And I just began replacing that with uh, renewing my mind, like mm. Romans 12, 1, 2, just renewing my mind. And I would replace the fear when Satan was saying, oh, this is going to happen. I'd start saying, but God is my helper. Mm. You know, I, he tells me, do not fear, Sherry, for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Hmm. So do not fear. And I would just, I just picture again him holding my hand, my right hand, hmm. and that that is Jesus because Jesus is at the right hand of God. And I just picture him holding my hand and telling me, it's okay, Sherry, I'm with you. Don't hmm. be afraid. Hmm. I don't want you to be afraid. He tells us he didn't give us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of power and love and sound mind. So I just replace, when those fears start coming, I replace them with Scripture mm. because Satan can't stand Scripture mm. or the name of Jesus. And I just start saying Jesus, and I start quoting Scripture. And I, I It's just, amazing how the devil will flee. Oh, yeah. When you start claiming yeah. Scripture and you start saying the name of Jesus, he will flee. Yes, he does. He and does. it's just... And you just calm your mind because mm-hmm. you're thinking... Not on what he's saying, but on God and his word. Mm-hmm. And it just, you begin to slow your breathing, you know, take deep breaths and mm-hmm. um, in and out slow. And it just, you just calm your heart. It calms your anxious heart. And that's what God commands us to do. He says, mm-hmm. do not worry. But when you're in the middle of, let's say, a panic attack, which I've experienced, you've mm-hmm. experienced, we both experienced mm-hmm. it. You know, your mind, like you said, it goes Racing. wild. And that's what I experienced a couple of years back. I mean, I've always struggled with anxiety in high school. I had, um, I would say, I look back now and say they were panic attacks, you know, and I struggled with it. I mean, I've struggled with it for years. You know that. And then it came back a couple years ago with a vengeance. It was, it was a month. It was a dark month of my life. Mm -hmm. And you were there to show me scripture. You were there to show me God's got this. He is with you. You have, and you showed me the practical part of things. Of you need to quote scripture in. You need to take back this victory that you have. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's easy to say, but I knew you had been through it. And so I remember talking to you and and saying, "But is this? Is it really? Is this really gonna mean something in my life?" And you were like, "Yes, I'm on the other side of it. Not that I don't ever struggle, right. but I have victory over this. You know, I know." to claim scripture. I know to do this and I know you can too. And so that was such an encouragement to me. And it's just, it's an internal struggle and that you don't want to admit. This is the first time publicly I have admitted Mm -hmm. that I struggle with anxiety. That's hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could (laughs) ball my eyes out right now, but I know that, and even just from interviewing Jamie Ivey last week and her book that comes out, um, that came out this week called If You Only Knew and her struggles with premarital sex. And for her to come out and write that all in a book, and here, I can come out and say this on my podcast. And I did after about, I think it was probably two or three weeks and talking to you. And um, it was, 
it was such to a point where I needed to go see my doctor. It was to a point where I was not, I was still trying to claim scripture and it just, my mind was so down yeah. a rabbit hole. I had to get, I had to get some help. Yes. And so getting to that point though, I mean, years I had struggled off and on with anxiety and I would never have gone to the doctor and say, I need, I need your help. I need yeah. some medicine. And, and even if you're on medicine, you still have times of, of worry and maybe anxious moments. It's right. not anxiety all the time, right. but it's moments. And so that's when I feel like it's where I have to take scripture and that's where I need to do the work. And you just say no, and then you replace it, like you said, replace it with a thought, mm-hmm. replace it with God's truth. Right. You know, when this was happening, I had a three-year-old and he was depending on me and I was a stay-at-home mom and I had desired to be a stay-at-home mom for years. I'm like, why am I struggling with this? I mean, I didn't understand it, but that's mm-hmm. when just God did a great work in my heart and he um, He is continuing to deliver me from anxiety and I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for my dad who is retired that could take me to the doctor when I thought I was dying. <laughs> so I'm grateful for him using you in my life. I love how God uses the community around us to shine light in dark places and really to point others to Jesus. So you did that for me, and I appreciate it so much. I mean, I couldn't say thank you more, really. At the end of every episode, I get to ask these four fun questions, my eat, read, pray, live segment. So what are you reading right now? Mainly just my Bible. Yeah. I'm doing a Bible study, so it's kind of hard for me to read something else when I'm trying to do that. So um, what's the Bible study you're doing? It's um, Home Builders in uh, at church. It's about ladies' Bible study. Um, I pick up here and there. Uh, my husband bought an antique book about the Titanic from the oh. uh, the survivors of it that was written, written like that year. I mean, like right after it happened. Oh, my goodness. And so every now and then I pick it up and read a little bit of it, and it's yeah. very interesting. That's neat. So. Okay. So what are you praying for? Uh, my grandchildren. <laughs> what do you my pray children, for them? Um, that they'll come to know the Lord mm. in an early age. Jake has made a profession of faith. Mm. Uh, so I pray about his walk with the Lord. And then for Jarrett and Emily. To, Jarrett prays all the time when he's mm. in church to receive Jesus as uh, Lord. So we're not sure that he quite, yeah. it's quite clear because he yeah. prays quite a bit. Quite a bit. To, to be saved. Oh, but, um, so that, sweet. and that God would just use them as arrows in the mighty hand of the warrior. I just mm. want them to be so in love with, with Christ mm. and to follow him. Mm. I love that. Okay, what are you eating? What do you like? Oh. You fi- fix me, y'all. She fixed me the best um, cup of tea. Thieves Tell everybody. Tea. Thieves, Thieves tea. tea. We're all up in the I oils I really here. love Young Living Oils. Those are what I'm really into right now. Um, mm. And so it's a cup of, of, of boiling water, you know, and um, some honey, however much you like. I like a good bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of drops of thieves, a couple of drops of lemon, and just stir it up and drink it. It's so yummy. I love it. It's so good. Thank you for fixing it for me. Okay, so what is your favorite snack? A favorite snack? Well, bad snack I like. <laughs> ben and Jerry's Tonight Dough Ice Cream. My husband surprised me with some of it last night. Yum. He stopped at the store. Is it's, it like cookie dough or what? Oh, it is so good. It's it's a vanilla ice cream and some chocolate ice cream, and it's got caramel mm. in it, and it's got 
um, dark chocolate cookies oh, in word. it, uh, crumbled up in it, and um, that sounds decadent. Chocolate chip cookie dough and peanut butter. My cookie word! Dough. I know it's like oh, <laughs> it's so good. And but for a healthier one, mm-hmm. um, I, I love a golden delicious apple. Or mm. for a little bit of a sweet, I've been eating the kind bars, the dark chocolate. Yes, and I've heard about those sea salt and almonds. Okay, so they're healthier, just a little bit of sugar. Yeah, and I really like them. Okay. All right. What are you loving these days? I love Young Living Essential Oils. Okay. Okay. Have you been in it long? Um, I think going on three years. Okay. I want to say three years. Okay. So you Um, use them for everything? Yes. Many different things. Okay. Um, Help with, they've been helping with some, uh, with my sleep. Um, Okay. Just some different things. I I drink them, make this wonderful. Mm -hmm. The tea tea, is awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then diffuse them and then you just use them every day. Yes. Got my husband using them even. Okay. That's a big deal, right? (laughs) We get our husband saying, I need some of that, those oils. (laughs) Good. Okay. Sounds good. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast. I know this is out of your element, but you were fabulous. You were great. You're made for radio. Oh, yeah. So thank you for being my friend. have a face for radio. face for radio. I love it. We heard our pastor say that last week. That was funny. Um, But thank you for all you're doing for the kingdom with your family and then the ministries that you do and um, just in your friendship. So thank thank you you for being my friend. I love you. I love you. Thank you. I was so happy to have Sherry join me on this week's episode, and I hope you enjoyed our conversation. And also, if you have a friend that has maybe walked some of the journey that Sherry has walked through, that you could share this with them. I don't say this enough, but thank you so much for listening to every episode. I am truly grateful for each one of you. Don't forget, we're all friends of a feather. Let's stick together and be encouraged. See you next time.